He's straight trash. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's why we play fantasy. All right, and welcome into the Picnic Lead Podcast. I am Rick. And I am Jason. And we uh, we want to apologize. We haven't been on in a couple weeks uh, because we have been a crazy busy couple of guys. And uh, actually, I just came back from a lifetime trip to California, which took up most of the last couple of weeks. And so we apologize for not being in and uh, not doing a podcast. Jay was going to do a podcast all by himself, but... Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody <laughs> be, wants to be hear a lot that. of dolphins. It would be tons of dolphins talk. And by the way, not to start off our, just so you guys know out there, we're recording this as the Sunday afternoon games are going. And I just want to tell Rick that Cordero Patterson just scored a touchdown. And oh, I think he has them on his bench. I so, do have him on the bench. So I thought you were going to go with the good news. That as Eagles fans and oh, Dolphins yes. fans, we are the only three and O teams in the NFL right now. This is very exciting. It is. And I, I don't remember the last time the Dolphins have been atop the AFC. So even though it's very early in the season, I'm taking it and running with it. Yeah, well, Cordell's Patterson's kind of like hurting my feelings right now. So, <laughs> But we, uh, we have been on for a while, and the, one of the first things we want to do is go back over our drafts. Um, I think the last episode we recorded was um, about our uh, upcoming drafts. We have two leagues that we are – are doing um, and we'll give you a little bit of an update on both of those and uh, then talk a little bit about DFS and best ball we got a bunch of those going as well so our first league is the the title of the podcast league so let's start there um, in the picnic league which is a one quarterback one, two wide receiver one running back one tight end and a flex also kicker and defense they don't ever matter usually but um, you know in that league it's a full PPR six point touchdown for for quarterbacks so in that, um, in the draft, I actually uh, – I'm just going to give our starting lineup. Sure. Is that okay? Um, in the draft, I ended up getting Jalen Hurts as my quarterback, um, Cooper Cup as the wide receiver. I actually, I think I got him number like four overall, which was like a steal. Um, Tyreek Hill uh, as the other wide receiver. Javante Williams at the running back. I, I did I did have Cole Komet. Let's just start ooh, there. Ooh. I did have Cole Komet as my starting tight end. Um, I have since dropped him and picked up Gerald Everett from the Chargers um, and playing him today, which seems like the better play since Cole Komet can't catch the ball. Um, and then as my flex, I did uh, end up getting, this is one where I'm going to hear a little bit about it. Uh, I took Zeke Elliott, <laughs> something I said I would never do, but I got him in a late round value. I think it was like the fifth or sixth or seventh round. Um, nobody wanted him, and I thought that's a big pickup. I also picked up Cordell Patterson, who is now on my bench and scoring points. So, um, you know, today I, I my my flex spot is actually a a flyer that I picked up from Arizona. So Greg Dorch, just you got Dorch. I got a Dorch. So yeah, so that's what's going on. Uh, so tell them your your draft lineup. Sure. Uh, first, I, I do want to say Ricky's being a little hard on himself at the at the place he got. Zeke Elliott and the place he got Cordero Patterson, both solid picks. Um, you know Zeke Elliott's going to touch the ball, and that's what you want in fantasy football. You want guys who are going to get the ball. Even if they look old and slow at times, at least they're getting the ball. Uh, Cordero, same way. He's a little bit older now, but he's still getting the ball. Again, just ran in a 17-yard touchdown. 
still getting the ball. Um, but he's beating himself up. But I think when he made those picks, they were good value picks. Well, and the thing is, is I, I'm letting my, the beating of, of, of my team <laughs> put, dictate who I'm playing in the lineup because <laughs> Zeke has never broken the lineup. And Pat played Patterson last week and got nothing. So then, of course, this week I play, don't play him, and he scores. Of course, so. that's the way it goes. So go ahead with yours. Um, so I was I picked late. Uh, I believe I was 11th uh, in this draft. I'm not sure exactly. It was 10th or 11th. Having trouble remembering. Um, but I went wide receiver, wide receiver, first two picks. I had uh, Jamar Chase, who fell to me at 10 or 11, and I was thrilled, yeah, crazy. Um, and then I turned around and picked up C.D. Lamb on the back end of that. C.D. Lamb is no longer on my team, and, and we'll talk some about trades and things later. Uh, but I did draft C.D. Lamb at that point and then proceeded to watch him have a horrible game one and watch Dak Prescott get hurt. So we'll talk more about that later. Um, later on, I picked up uh, Joe Burrow as my quarterback. Uh, he started off slow but finally did bounce back today with three touchdowns. Uh, also got Fryermuth at tight end. Um, and I've done three trades in this league so far, which is yeah. a little different for it's me. Crazy. So my team looks it's a lot crazy. different than it started. Uh, I do have Allen Robinson. He's on my bench right now. Uh, I picked up Travis Etienne at running back, and he started off okay. Um, but I'm trying to be patient with him. I picked up Jahan Dotson, which he was great the first two weeks. Of course, neither one of them I had him in my lineup. So, you know, <laughs> struggling a little bit right now. But, again, yeah. I've made some trades. I think this team is slowly improving. I will say this team is 0-2 right now, although we are projected to win today. So I'm hoping to get off the schneid. Um, so hopefully things go well. But that that's kind of the story of my draft. I, I thought when I walked out of that draft, it looked great. And then some things happened week one and week two that didn't make me feel so confident. So yeah. I tried to look for places to trade and upgrade. And I picked up a couple people off the waiver wire. And that's what you have to do when, when your team's struggling. Yeah, and, and I've made that same pivot at tight end, picking up Gerald Everett on, on the waiver wire. You know, the thing was is it, our real teams, the Eagles and Dolphins 3-0, and but our fantasy teams have struggled a bit. Um, you start 0-2, uh, looking to win today, hopefully. Uh, I started 1-1, one one, which t in today's is, like, really, really tight. So, But I will say this, for the knuckleheads that are in, our, in, our, in this league, they – they have really come and brought their game this year. It's been really tough to get a win. It was a little bit – there were a few picks during our draft that I that I was like, okay, what is that? But for the most part, I thought our league did a better job of drafting this year than they have in the past. Yeah, they obviously have been doing some studying. We, yes. Calling them out must have helped a little or something. Maybe they've been listening to the <laughs> podcast and taking our advice to heart. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think I got, a, I got poached just before my pick like six times. Yes. You know, so they, they obviously knew who we were going to pick, if nothing else. And uh, I'll take all the credit for them anyways. Um, you know, in our other league, we actually started a super flex league. So that you, in this league, we have um, the ability for one quarterback, two wide receivers, one running back, a tight end, one full flex, and then one super flex, which has includes your quarterback. So you can play two quarterbacks in this league. Um, in this league, I went against everything I believe in. But if you go back to... Um, our sorry episode, I think it was episode two or three, um, where we did a mock draft. Um, I kind of followed that model, um, but I did something I don't normally do. But because it is a super flex league, I started quarterback. So I had the number two pick, never thought Josh Allen would get past number one. Luckily, the person picking first 
didn't realize it was a two quarterback league. I got Josh Allen when my first pick uh, on the back side of that um, coming back, I actually got Jamar chase to fall all the way to the end of the second round, which was crazy. And then on the turn, I actually took Stefan Diggs to pair with Josh Allen. And if you remember right in our sorry episode, I went three receivers in a row yes, and really had a stout, like a stable of wide receivers. So when I did that, I, my first thought was, okay, how, what am I going to do next time? So coming back around somehow, AJ Brown from Philly fell to me. So now I have Chase, Diggs, and AJ Brown at my wide receiver set there. I got Josh Allen at the first quarterback. I took Javante Williams on that turn. So got set at the at the running back position. And then that's where I started making some mistakes. Um, you know, nothing major. I did get Dalton Schultz late as a tight end. Of course, he's hurt now, and of course, Dak's hurt. So I've made that pivot to Everett in this league as well. I mean, I'm a big believer in Gerald Everett. Um and so, but I also, you know, on the bench, this is where I messed up. I think I took Justin Fields as my second quarterback, and he has not performed this year. I think he's only completed like a less than 10 passes every game. So uh, I do have to pivot from that. I do have Ryan Tannehill as my backup, which today he destroyed people. Fields is horrible. So next week I may be seeing him, but I did get a bunch of um, backups that I like. I got Leonard Fournette on the cheap. I got Christian Kirk on the cheap. I got Jerry Judy on the cheap. Now, all of them, Christian Kirk is the only one of those three that has truly performed. Um, but I do like this team a whole lot better. And and I'm but I'm yet still one and one. Yes. You know, you, you never know in fantasy. Sometimes you do really, really well. Sometimes you don't. Sure. And there are times where I thought I'm going to lose and I win. And there are times where I think I'm going to dominate and I lose. Of course. But, and I think it's important to point out this league is the 10 team league. So yes. we, you were able to get a little a little more depth in this league than we were able than we we're able to get in the picnic league. Well, and when you play Lamar and Lamar and Tua in a game where they both throw like five touchdowns, you're not going to win. Thanks for bringing that up, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I played Jason last week, and uh, Lamar throw goes off, and then Tua goes off and throws six touchdowns. So and it's, then you trade him. It's always nice when you have a forty-two to thirty-eight game. And you have both quarterbacks. Yeah, but I'd like to yeah. point I didn't trade him in this league. Oh, the the super flex. Okay. I traded right. him in my other league where it was more of a depth play. Somebody was desperate for quarterback and gave me uh, Cortland Sutton and another piece for Tua uh, Tagovailoa. Tagova so I felt like I needed to improve my wide receiver in the other league and made that trade. And I could give up my backup quarterback and pick up another one. Joe Burrow is my, my general starting quarterback in the other league. Well, and you hope that Denver picks things up. They eventually have they have to i mean it, it, they just have been playing down let russ cook baby let yeah, russ I, cook. i'm really hoping javante scores about 20 touchdowns tonight so i can win um do not I know, tell my wife that i know she's in the 49ers but all right so what about your superflex team uh so i started off a quarterback as well uh i was in the middle of this draft so i wasn't sure what i was going to get i was really thrilled to get lamar jackson first and yeah. he's been fantastic uh, about 30 points the first week, and he's been in the mid to upper 40s the last two weeks. So thrilled with that pick so far and the way it's worked out. Um, I then went receiver again. I thought, here we go. I'm, I'm happy with C.D. Lamb. And then he has a dud first game, and Dak Prescott gets hurt. And I'm like, are you kidding me? But he's still on my squad. Um, I've also picked up Brandon Cooks and Mike Williams. So I've got a stable of three receivers I'm pretty happy with. The running back position, I've got Dalvin Cook and DeAndre Swift, so I feel set there. Um, Although Cook got hurt today. He did. He, he got hurt, but we're hoping that's just a minor injury. Yeah. And, 
Uh, did have 17 carries for 96 yards in the touchdown. So before he got hurt, he, he looked pretty good. Um, I picked up Kyle Pitts at tight end. And as I'm looking at my phone, I'm smiling a little bit today because right now he's got four catches for 82 yards and we're still oh, in the first half. That's the best. That's the best week he's had all but year. But the first two weeks, he had two points and one point. So he was driving me <laughs> crazy. Um, so I am hoping that now they have realized what a weapon they have in Kyle Pitts and he'll pick it up. My second quarterback is Tua, which like, like Rick said from last week, I had Lamar and Tua as my two quarterbacks for a combined 100 points. So I did pull out that victory. Uh, always nice to get a victory over your co-host. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. he w- he had gone away, and I wasn't able to brag on it as much as I would have liked to. Yeah, that's the benefit of California being three <laughs> hours behind because you're like, wait a minute, I, you know, what time is it? No, it's too late to brag. Uh, on my bench, I have uh, right now C.D. Lamb's on my bench, but – um, also have Brandon Ayuk. Uh, there was a lot of buzz around him early in the year with Trey Lance and the, the chemistry they had together. But I'm hoping with Jimmy G in there, he's still able to put up some points for me. I've got A.J. Dillon, who's looked good so far. My third quarterback is Baker Mayfield, and that, that's really just a, a shot in the dark. Um, yeah. I did sneak in and get uh, DeAndre Hopkins really late in that draft and kind of stashing him until he comes back from his suspension. And then a, a sneaky move in, in – in leagues where you have an IR, pretty much as soon as our draft was over, I went over and grabbed Brian Robinson uh, from the Commanders and stuck him in my IR spot and yeah. just kind of holding him until, you know, week five when he's playing again. Well, that was going to be my move, and then you did it before I could. So <laughs> um, I have not filled the IR spot yet, and that's that's a mistake on my part because I think there's a lot of players out there like – you know, DeAndre Hopkins, you said you've already got him, right? I do have him. You no, know, like Deshaun Watson – could be one you could stash. Can you eligible. stash the suspended in the IR spot? I'm, I'm hoping, not sure. I'm hoping. <laughs> Understood. I, you know, because that would make it would make my team so much better. Um, all right. So you've heard our teams. We had a pretty good draft. If you want to comment on our Facebook page about our drafts, we did put them up. Um, there is a post there. Uh, I apologize that the Facebook page has not had very much updated news. I have been in California for uh, a while and. Um, you know, going on hikes in the middle of the mountains in the redwood forest is not a good place to find internet. So when I was stuck in my cabin because there was elk on both sides and I guess elk are aggressive, I would not have known that. But um, when you couldn't get out and there was no Wi-Fi, no no cell service, there's no posting. So, <laughs> you know, but uh, we want to give you a little update. We are not a, a league specific podcast, but, you know, we do want to talk about our league. The Picnic League is the the name of our podcast so we're going to give you a little update about where we stand um just kind of point out a few things that i think are interesting in the league so far um and you know poke fun at the people who are not very good um so i me <laughs> yeah so right now we have this is a 12 team league and right now we have uh four teams who are two and oh we have four teams that are one and one and we have four teams who are oh and two so uh, the one that I want to talk about is the the flunkies. Um, the flunkies are in second place right now. They're two and zero, and they've scored two hundred and fifty five points. So that's not that's a normal thing, except for the fact that this was an auto draft. This was an auto drafted team. Like the, he he ended up with like two kickers and two defenses, and still came out doing well. Yes, uh, he came out with. He, Trey Lance was his quarterback, so that that's going to be something that hurts down the road. 
Oh, but he's also got the kid from Jacksonville. Yes, so. he does have uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Jefferson, Terry McLaurin, Saquon Barkley, uh, Nick how you, Chubb. How do you end up with a team like that on an <laughs> auto draft? Whenever I have to auto draft, which is very rare, I end up with garbage. But I will say he's he on the bench today. He's got Daryl uh, Devin Singletary who had twenty four. He's got Najoku on the bench who had twenty four. Uh, so so far, a rough. Uh, well, rough start week. with some people on but the bench. How nice would it be to have a team that's auto drafted that you have forty eight points on the bench? Very true. Very my true. bench has got twelve. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so good. Uh, point. But right now, so we have uh, Gridiron Glories in first place has scored a total of two hundred eighty four points. They look like they're going to be a tough team to beat. Yes. Um, the Flunkies at two. The the football team is at three with a two eighteen. They've actually must have gotten kind of lucky at some point because that's a pretty low number. Um, the goat at number four actually with only is two and oh, but it only has two hundred points. So that that's something to be scared of. If she's if she's two and oh with only two hundred points, she generally catches her stride later in the year. Yeah. We all better watch out. A little, yeah, we haven't knocked her off when we needed to. So of course that's Max team. That's our champion from last year. Um, the RCPS Cheese Wagons are one and one with two hundred and seventy seven points. Actually, the second highest scoring team in the league. But yet only number five. That's who I'm playing this week. So that's. That's why I'm a little <laughs> frightened. Uh, myself, I'm in sixth place with 245 points. Solid. Yeah, solid showing so far. Ultimate victors are at one and one with 223 points. Mason's Mess is in eighth place, one and one at 203. And then Circle the Wagons is 0 and 2 with only 224. That let, me, let me point this out though. Everybody needs to remember that this is the this is the good and the bad of seasonal fantasy football. The ninth place team has 224 points. Yeah. Which is more than the third place team and the fourth place team who are two and oh. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a lot of luck, my friend. It it's a lot Just of luck. Remember that. It all depends on who you play, you know, and, and how they do that day. Yes. You know. Uh yourself is in tenth place, O and two, one ninety seven. Uh Gale Force is in eleventh place with an O and two and one eighty nine. And the Buckmasters are at zero and two. And I'm not, I'm not saying the last part of his name because they're just the Buckmasters. We don't mention we don't mention the that, team that with team the star there, on yeah. their helmet. So at one seventy six. So we've had a lot of injury. We've had a lot of um, going back and forth. Very active this year. We've had a bunch of trades. We're going to talk about here in a little bit. Um, but that's the update on the league so far. It's going to be interesting to see if the young Gridiron Glory, young young man that runs that team, can actually continue the success. Um, he's not faring so well today. Um, but let's just give the, the listeners his line, his starting lineup real quick, just to kind of understand where his points are coming from. So he does have Kyler Murray. Um, he does have Jalen Waddell and Michael Pittman Jr. He has Austin Eckler, uh, TJ Hawkinson, which was a great play today, um, and Aaron Jones. He's got a pretty good-sized bench, um, you know, and I think it's all about playing the right players for him. I think some of these will fall off at some point. Yes. Um, you know, I don't think you're going to see this team just put these numbers up like this all year long. Sure. You know, some of these guys are fragile. Kyle Murray already only has four points for the day, you know, and the Rams are tearing him a new one. Um, and the, But Jalen Waddle's going to be a, a linchpin for him, and, and, and Eckler's going to be a linchpin. But Eckler hasn't had a great start to the year. So, but, you know, that's, that's where we stand with that league. We're going to move forward. Um, anything you want to add? Uh, just – it looks like if you're looking at the scores, like like I said, we're recording this Sunday afternoon. If you're looking at the projections as of right now, 
we could be looking at only having one undefeated team left in the league right now. That would be awesome. Which would be the football team. The football team. The football team. Who beat me, I think. I think. Ah. You know, so there's always revenge factors. I always write down the ones that beat me. Yes. You know, coming back around the second time, I hope to take them out. All right, so a little update about where we stand on our best ball and DFS. If you want to pull up our best ball and take a look at that, we uh, let you know before I went to California and we took a two week hiatus that um, we were going to do a bunch of best balls. So I think we have eight entries into uh, underdog, seven. seven entries into the underdog best ball um, challenge, uh, best ball mania. Um, we have been doing a DFS lineup every um, every week as well um, through ja- DraftKings. Um, and then we've also been doing some pickums, you know, through the underdog. Um, and we've been fairly successful with that. It's a lot of fun. It is I've a lot of fun. I've enjoyed doing that so it far. It is. Um, so why don't you go over best ball and then I'll, I'll go over the DFS. So we've got seven best ball teams and I'm really excited about the direction these are going. We have one team in first, one team in second, two teams in fourth, a team in sixth, a team in ninth. And we do have one team that's in 11th, which is got really good players on it but they haven't performed exactly none of these drafts i hated but it's funny i think we talked about our one best ball draft on here where we have jalen hurts and kyler murray and we picked him early that team is actually in first place and is scoring massive right now yeah Uh, Yeah. just to give you an idea um i'll pull up that squad really quick we have jalen hurts and kyler murray and we also have deshaun watson just sitting back waiting to come back just waiting uh nick chubb is carrying the load for us at running back so far but other than that, we've also picked up points for Ken, Ken, from Kenny Gainwell and J.D. McKissick. We do have Brian Robinson as well. So when he yeah. comes back from the IR, that draft, we're hoping that draft that was helped. just before he got shot. So, you know, yes. when we got shot, our heads kind of dropped. But, we, you know, we always worry about the man first. But, yes. you know, hopefully he'll come back and, and take on that role because the commanders need somebody. They do. So, And, and here's, our, here's where our strength of this team is, not only quarterback but wide receiver. We've got Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Hunter Renfro hasn't even had to score yet for this team. We've got Garrett Wilson that we picked up as a mm-hmm. as a kind That's of a, a flyer, flyer and yep. it's worked out great. Isaiah McKenzie had a big game today. He's going to help us out this week. And then we've got at tight end, we've got Mark Andrews and Tyler Higby, which have been fantastic pickups for us so far. Yep. yep. So just going through one of our teams that we picked up, uh, really excited about this team. Uh, I feel like this team has a chance to not only get to the playoffs, but do some damage in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and that's the big thing with best ball. Um, with best ball, you want a very even team, but you want some volatility as well. And I think that's what we've accomplished on this team. You know, like Mark Andrews is not going to, he's going to score points every week, but some weeks it's going to be a lot, yes. you know, um, and Higby, Higby should be in there five to 10 points every week. He's our floor guy. That's right. And then you have, you know, uh, like Devonte Smith today went off. Um, if I've, if you haven't seen those games yet, then you're looking for a review. Devontae Smith went off today. I mean, something like 160 yards and a touch. Yeah, he had six catches and 160 yards in the first half. Yeah, with and a touchdown. So, you know, so he went off today. So that's going to be a big pick. But then we also have someone like Justin Jefferson when he struggles, like today when he struggled. You have Devontae Smith to pick him up. So that's you want to look at receivers there. And you want to make sure that you have um, is, is more to back up in the receiver area. Our running backs are weak, but Chubb's going to be consistent every week. And Brian Robinson coming back, he will score. So once he actually gets back on the field, and I don't think it's going to be that long. I think it's week five. No, week five seems to be the pre- the consensus out there. Yeah, so it, good. 
so we've been doing DFS as well. Um, you know, every week we've been trying to put a DFS lineup together. Um, just so you know, this week's lineup, um, we had took Joe Burrow at quarterback. We took uh, Jefferson and Waddle at wide receiver, which and Dorch and Dorch, who yep. is now at least on the board. Oh, good, he's on the board. Um, Waddle did put up big numbers again today. Um, we did take running backs of uh, David Montgomery and uh, Price, Damian from, Pierce, David Pierce. I'm sorry, I don't know, I read that one wrong. Um, but Montgomery did get hurt. We so caught that a hurt bad us. break there. Yeah. Pierce did score and had a pretty good day. Um, where we really made up some points is, is at our tight end. We took Dallas Goddard today um, in a good matchup against uh, Washington. And then we, I flex Chris Olave. Uh, who blew up today. Well, I mean, Michael Thomas went off. You know, and then um, who else went off? Uh, all the receivers on that team went out. Oh, Landry went off. Uh, Thomas went off. So Olave was the target. And Nine that, catches for 147 yards. Yeah, and if that continues, then that's going to be a, a big one for us. No, we're not going to win a million dollars, but we'll we'll in the end we'll still stay very competitive. And, and if you do this, the idea is you know if, great if you can hit a big one like that, fantastic, more power to you. But what you really want to do is try to build it up slowly. Just try to hit here and hit there, and just build your start with a you know whether you start with twenty bucks or fifty bucks, that's up to you and your personal you know preference. But you want to try to build up slowly and, and give yourself chances, and that's all you can do. Right, uh, and then. Uh, through the underdog um, platform, we have been doing some pickums as well. Um, we got lucky; we hit one for about thirty bucks last Thursday night. Uh, we've been really close on the other ones today; <laughs> looked really good, and we just didn't hit. But um, that's something you know. If you have, if you're out there and you're playing best ball on underdog, or if you're playing on the DFS, look at your pickums or the rivalry which you tried to do. Yeah, we I tried today. rivals for the first time today and had it, some fun with it. But it makes the games interesting. It does. You know, um, we got together today and watched games. We don't always watch the games together, but um, Jay at Jay's house here, we have red zone. So it was interesting to go, okay, what happened? Was it our guy? Did we get the touchdown we needed? <laughs> you know, it just makes everything a little interesting, and it's not super expensive. Uh, I think we play about $5 a round. Yes. And, and a lot of this is bonus money. If you play, uh, that's what you really need to look for at the beginning of the year. Our best ball, well, we put in $100. And underdog matched it hundred dollars. So then we we took some of that money to play our pickums, and then the money we win off of that is ours. So uh, really, what we're trying to do is make sure that we come out even, you know, get our money back. Um, but the pickums make them a little interesting, and you can do those for Thursday night. You can do them for one game. You could do them for multiple games. Yes, a lot of flexibility. What you do there. So uh, I highly uh, highly suggest trying that. That's an interesting way to play the game. All right, we're going to take a break real quick, and we'll be right back to talk some trade strategies and some of the trades that Jay's already made and some of the ones that got rejected that I made. And we're back uh, having a bit of a laugh as we took our break to take a look at this fantasy. We are recording this on Sunday, so it's nice to see what's going on on the the late games as we uh, sit down to record tonight. And... Of course, my my co-host is having a, a bit of a moment over Geno Smith. Somehow you're playing Geno Smith. Someone is actually starting Geno Smith, and he is tearing you apart. He has 218 yards and two touchdowns, and it's still in the first half, and it's Geno <laughs> Smith. Welcome to fantasy football, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I just want to know what the thought process was. was like, hey, you know what I should do? I should start Geno Smith. 
in, in the owner's defense, I think they had uh, Trey Lance lost Trey Lance because okay. of injury and had and to pick pick the you know <laughs> pick the bones off the waiver wire. Ended up with Geno Smith, and now Geno Smith is going to well, lead them to a victory over like, me. You know that, that that's how that's how it goes in fantasy. Sometimes you pick it up. I remember I lost the championship to Blal Powell. You know, uh, he was playing for the Jets, and I think he had 30 points one game. At the end of the year, it was the career highs and everything. And all of a sudden, I lose the championship to Bilal Powell. Oh, you know, so yeah, it happens. It's what it's what keeps bringing us back. Yes. You know, and it's what makes it not easy, because if this was easy, we wouldn't play it. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's you and I, we, we enjoy sports, but it's like playing golf. You know, we we're horrible at it, but you hit one good hit, you, you get one championship in fantasy, and you're like, I want one more. So, <laughs> you know, just to continue the bad news during the during the you know start here, Greg Dortch did just have a catch, and hey, unfortunately, offensive holding was called, and it was yeah. not. It yeah, does not that's count. That's great. Thanks, Dortch. All right, so, <laughs> not on Dortch. Don't blame him. I blame, blame, I blame Andy him. Isabella. No, no, Dortch. <laughs> so, all right. So I'm going to, uh, we're going to go right into now and to talk about some trade strategies. That's what we wanted to get into this week because many of you out there um, are probably 0-2, maybe going into 0-3. But what, the one thing I'm going to say is, is don't give up, okay? I have taken teams who are 0-4, 0-5 to the playoffs. Yeah, I didn't win, but the idea of being able to have just rub it in people's faces when my team who started 0-4 made the playoffs over yes. their team who started 4 and 0 and did not. So True story. I was 0 and 5 one year, ended up 7 and 6 and came in second place. Yeah, that's It can happen. That happens. So don't give up. The thing you need to do is look at your teams in your league. Where are you rich, you know, and where are they poor? And sometimes that works for me and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, some people don't necessarily understand that and that's okay. You do the best you can. You make offers. If they get rejected, they get rejected. Yes. And and that's and you want to trade off of a good week. You know, yes. the last two weeks, I have been trying to acquire two players, trying to acquire Delvin Cook, which I know I'm not going to get. So I, I, I kind of threw some things out that way and, and a Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. And reason being, Derrick Henry has not played well this year until today. Yes. And much better game today. Much better game today. used him in the passing game. So you want to buy low. And, you know, and try to sell high. Sell high. That's right. And so, like, right now we've had, you know, here's 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 Dorch, who's had two great weeks in a row, and I'm playing him. Maybe you have him, and maybe you try to trade him off with another piece to get something better that will help your team. So you want to look at those things and look at where you're rich. For example, I'm going to use my team as an example because you've already successfully pulled off three trades. <laughs> so I have not. And so we'll talk about my team. Um, I'm a little rich at running back. I know what I have is mediocre. I'm a little rich at wide receiver. I always am. Um, I have Zeke and I do have um, Cordell Patterson on the bench. Both mediocre, decent players who are going to get you points. I also have a Josh Palmer. Um, I also have, um, who else is on my bench? Uh, Let's see real quick. Pull it up. So we also have, um, oh, wrong league. Look at me. Wasting time and dead air. I know you've got Cordero, you've got yes. Seek. So and then Josh Robert Palmer, Woods. Robert, Robert Woods. Woods. That was the one. Who had I was a better to game today? With. Who had a better game today? So I may try to sell high on him. 
the problem is I can't pull off any trades because the other two have not had good games. Yes. So um, where I'm trying to upgrade is is in my flex spot because today I'm playing Greg Dorch. You know, um, I do need a flex position. So the strategy I went with was I looked this week for anybody that had James Conner. Um, of course, Michelle or Mac had James Conner. So um, he was questionable right up till game time. And I thought, okay, well, maybe I can unload one of these running backs with another piece to get me a decent flex. My target in that was Devontae Smith, who had had two disappointing weeks. And, of course, after this week, no one is going to get him. But, um, you know, that's that was my goal, to try to find a weakness or somewhere where they were long. Uh, the flunkies had uh, Trey Lance and, um, and, and Lawrence from Jacksonville. My brain's not fully functioning today. And so um, I tried to swap out an extra quarterback there. I had a, you know, I had – I was even thinking about at one point trading Jalen Hurts, which would have been the worst mistake I've ever could have ever made. I wish you'd have sent me that trade offer. Yeah, I. But you, the problem is, is you need so much when you move a player like that. Yes, you have to have a team that's pretty desperate. Yeah, it's tough. you know, it's tough. You have to have somebody who's looking to pretty much revamp their whole team. Right. So all of my all of my trades this week have been rejected. Doesn't mean I stopped. Um, I still squire uh, look over the what the. The, the waiver wire and look i did pick up an irv smith off the waiver wire who had a decent game today five points for a tight end is not bad um you know and i keep looking i did get michael gallup coming yes. back you know so off the waiver wire so that's going to probably be the way that i have to build but you were able to pull off three trades why don't you tell a little bit about the ones that you did i, I will uh first i do want to point out one an underrated strategy of mine is you get people who get desperate and, and, and in many cases, rightfully so. Or, and I've done this before, you just get angry at a player. And well, maybe that player me. still has some value. And you drop that, that player gets dropped during the week. Don't forget about your second waiver cycle during the week. Somebody gets dropped during that original waiver cycle. I always go in on Wednesdays because that's when our league does it and just see who everybody else dropped. Maybe somebody has picked up a, a pick on potential and they were dropped in week two or week three because, okay, they're not doing anything. I'm just going to drop them. Like me. If you have a place to stash that person, sometimes you can get some value that way. Um, so just check check who everybody else drops and just make sure it's nobody you may want on your team to upgrade them later. Yeah, I have a big problem with that. And I think you I think you know that. Um, we, we know each other quite well, and I have a tendency to get angry at a certain player when they don't perform and they really, really stink. I need to be more patient and I will trade someone away just to get them off my team. And then they perform for someone else. So don't do that. Well, I, I hate to do this, but I'm going to throw myself under the bus. So I have made three trades. I made one terrible trade and then I've made two that I like after in response to making the first terrible trade. I overreacted to CD lamb having a terrible first week and a bad second and a bad you know, I, I just a, a average second week. I overreacted to Cooper Rush becoming his quarterback. And after week one, I was like, I'm going to see if I can trade C.D. Lamb. Just angry. Just yeah. mad. Yep, yep. Because I you wasted at like the 15th pick in the draft on C.D. Lamb. Lamb. Yeah. So I traded C.D. Lamb, uh, A.J. Dillon, and Curtis Samuel, who I'd picked up off waivers, who I thought, okay, he just had one really good week. I'm not going to really worry about it. 
Now I did some of this because I had plenty of I had plenty of ammunition at running back, so I could give up AJ Dillon and be yeah. okay. Who's a good player? Um, I picked, I got Gabe Davis in return, who was who I kind of targeted because I wanted a piece of that Buffalo offense. So right. I did get Gabe Davis. I also picked up Jeff Wilson Jr., who Elijah Mitchell had just gotten hurt, and I knew Jeff Wilson was going to be a serviceable running back for a while. Right. I also picked up Marquise Brown, who I was hoping at the time that the Cardinals offense was going to look like a competent offense, which is not, not happening, happening so far. No. So in my head, it was not an awful trade, but in, in looking back on it, I – I reached a little bit because I, I got angry. Can I you so bad? Yes, uh, Gale Force. Oh, he yeah, oh, he took advantage, brother. Yes, he did, I but mean, that's okay. Because, I mean, C.D. Lamb alone yes. was probably worth more than just Brown, but then you added A.J. Dillon, who's had a heck of a couple weeks. Yep. And then who's the third one? Third piece? A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon. Who's the third? It was in our second Curtis one. Samuel. Oh, and you had just picked who's him up. Who's been strong. Yeah, who has been really strong. So, yeah, he's uh, he got really he got good, uh, but he's still zero and two. Exactly. So it's okay. It's okay. I'm still a higher scoring team right now. Right. So a day or two later, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I have I have made a mistake. Can't do anything about it now. Right. Not gonna go in and you know beg the commissioner to reverse the trade or anything like that. Because I wouldn't. <laughs> but you don't do that, by the way. If you if you accept the trade, you live with it. Um, yeah. I, that's only happened between us one time, but that was not a full acceptance. Do you remember that? No, I we'll don't. We'll talk actually. about that in a minute. You go ahead. <laughs> um, so then I'm like, okay, where in my team can I get can I get some help? Second week of the season, Tua Tagovailoa has the game of his life. Um, mm-hmm. I have Joe Burrow already. I have Tua. I have a couple people in our league who have lost their quarterback. One lost Dak. One lost Trey Lance. Right. Let me see if I can turn Tua into something. Uh, and I was able to turn Tua into Bryce Hall uh, to, to strengthen my running back and Cortland Sutton, who's uh, a number yeah. one, number two receiver. Yep. Um, so I took trade. a strength and I built up some of the other pieces to try to help my team out. That's right. what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I had some depth at running back at that point. Daryl Henderson had had a big week one, but the talk was already Cam Akers. This is going to be a split. Right. Alan Lazard came out. He was hurt. He, he, you know, it doesn't look like he's going to be, he may be the number one, but he's not going to be Devontae Adams. He's going to be just right. another guy. Yep. Uh, I was able to turn that into James Robinson because James Robinson has come out of the gate strong. Gave me some more running back depth. I didn't. I wasn't gonna play either one of those guys hardly ever, if ever. They were just depth on my bench. So I turned that into a running back that I was gonna play. I do feel like I gave good value on that one. It it helped the depth of the team I traded with, and I was able to get depth also. And I think that's what you're looking to do. Yeah. Every once in a while, yes, you fleece somebody. It happens. Yeah. Somebody gets desperate and you get them. But most of the time, you're looking to give them something they can use in return for something you can use. That's yeah. the name of it. Well, and the one thing you can do also is get fleeced because yeah. because of your emotions. Yes. Yeah. So that's a strategy out there. Just make sure the emotion is not a part you try of to your take trade. That out. And then uh, the other strategy, and we'll we'll tell this story real quick, is once you say yes, don't go back on a trade. It was about two years ago, uh, Jay and I had made a trade over text. <laughs> I think I was sending you Aaron Rodgers 
Okay. For I do not remember this. Oh, so I have no idea was, where this yeah, is going. It was this was like a, an argument almost, and I it was a I was sending Aaron Rodgers and somebody else, and getting two, three pieces in return. It, it was going to be a good trade. You and I've made trades. We've and, made tons of trades. Tons of trades. And I, I agreed to the trade over text. Go to look at the computer, and I just couldn't pull the trigger. And I texted you back and said, "Can't do it. Sorry." don't say yes until you're ready, you know, <laughs> and that's, you know, because it does cause problems. I think we did end up making a trade later on. It was for somebody else. Probably but, so, you know, it, because you have to make sure, and I'm sure emotion at the time was part of it. Yes. It know, always is because you get mad. I do get angry at players. I shouldn't, it's only fantasy, you know, but when Aaron Rodgers is being stupid and I just want to get rid of him, you know, then you, you ship him off for less than what he's worth. Um, you know, and there's other players that I get very angry at. Keenan Allen's one that he's Ooh. he's the biggest liar in the world. <laughs> you know, do not follow Keenan Allen on Twitter, by the way. He will lie. You know, <laughs> I love it. I last love year it. he came out and said, Don't sit me, I'm gonna play, and then played one play. All week this week, Keenan Don't Allen has me. been saying he's gonna play. I'm gonna play. What and did he do today? He did not play. Inactive. <laughs> yeah. Do not listen to Keenan Allen. So see, honestly, that is one reason why I do not draft him. Because I I just can't trust the man, and I have a huge problem with lying. So, you know, <laughs> um, but it, it's one of those things. But those are some of the trade strategies that we use. Um, here's here's something that I'm going to say about trading, though. Throw it out there. You know, I mean, some of the trades that – all right, so I'm going to just put myself out there, too. Here are the trades that I, I sent out this week. I think I sent one to you. You did. Um, to for Zeke Elliott and Josh Palmer. Do you remember who I was asking for? Uh, you wanted Fryermuth and oh, I can't remember the other player. Was, you were trying to get better at tight end, and right. you were trying to, but I thought I didn't think the receiver you were trying to give me was quite good enough. Right, right. And but here's what you might be going here. Yeah, it's all what it is is sometimes it's a conversation starter. That's it. That's where I was going. If yeah. you take it, great. But a lot of times I'm just trying to get the conversation started to see, you know, what we can do. Yeah. Well, and I never start with my best offer. You know, that's I, I am that's a strategy I use. I'm not gonna start with my best offer. I kinda wanna see what you're gonna counter with. And um, but that's one thing I can say. Here's the the, the don't strategy. Don't let a trade sit there for three days until it goes away. Yes. Just reject it if you don't want it. Agreed. You know? Just reject it or counter. If you want to counter with something spectacular, like I think your counter to me was, yeah, I'll give you Pat Firemuth and this other backup running yeah. back if you give me Tyreek Hill. <laughs> we had a conversation. It didn't go I, very far. Then. Two but minutes in. Yeah, no, it was over. <laughs> um, you know, and the other trade that I sent out, I did. I did send out Josh Palmer and Zeke Elliott for Derrick Henry just to test the waters. And that person never, ever even responded. Basically to see if they were having the same emotions like we've talked That's about. It. Derrick Henry's had two bad weeks. And, I'm trading him. And if he had come back at me and said, hey, Derrick Henry for Javante Williams and this piece, I would have probably said yes. You know, um, so that those are the conversational stars. But, of course, he never even rejected. Just let it sit there. Yeah. So. Um, the other one I sent out was for Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith for Josh Palmer and Zeke Elliott. Now, the reason Josh Palmer doesn't work is because we all know when Keenan Allen returns, Josh Palmer is not going to get any play. Yes. But it was a starting conversation. Of it really didn't go very far because it was with your wife. 
<laughs> and I'm sure she went and go, looked at you and went, this is a bad trade. But, um, you know, yeah, that's pretty much exactly how the conversation. Went. I am that guy in the league. I know that that sends out about 50,000 trades till one sticks, but because no one counters, you know, and you have to find out what is the price that they're looking at. I hate to overpay. And some people, some people enjoy drafting fantasy football and then basically they hardly look at their team the whole year other than to set their lineup maybe check the waiver wire if somebody gets hurt that's about all they do both of us got into this to to have fun with it to both of us are looking at the waiver wire every week we're sending out trade requests that's what makes it fun to us if that's not you that's okay but Oh, we enjoy that. I, I sent you a trade request and then texted you five minutes later yeah. because have you I, looked at it yet? Because <laughs> I knew it was hilarious. I knew it was going to be a no, but at the same time, that makes it fun for me. And we're starting the conversation. Yeah, that's right, and you know, and and that's where if you're out there, make trade, make trades. Hey, why would, why not? Would you like some good news? Yes, I would like some. Right before halftime, George scored. George and he did not score, but he does now have three catches for forty six yards. Right, that's so seven he, points. He is, that's a pretty decent first seven half points. for I need Greg 10. Dorch. I need at least 10 out of him. If I can get more than that, it's and all pudding. Bad news while we're talking. Oh, no. I traded away Marquise Brown like we're talking about. Today. Yeah. And I, I will still do that trade again. Yeah. But eight catches for 87 yards in the first oh, half. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hey, but at least Arizona's looking up. It's 13-6 you know? at halftime in that game. Is Arizona at least moved the ball capably in the second quarter? But, man, they've had some first halves and even third quarters. They've looked awful so far. Yeah. Hey, so we're coming to the end of our show um, for this week. Uh, We will try to get back on track and do a weekly show for you. Um, You know, it's one of those things where it was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for me to go to California with my dad, um, who um, would has always wanted to see the redwood trees, so we spent the week in the forest. You know, um, it's one of those things I had to do. So, um, But before we leave and we close the show – uh, any surprises in the NFL this year so far? We talked about this a little bit earlier, and, and I'm going to do it because it's personally killing me right now as I'm looking at this. James Robinson yeah. to come back off. I think most people, you know, ETN was going in the third, fourth round for most people because James Robinson's coming off an Achilles injury. Everybody who comes off an Achilles injury yeah. is going to struggle. Yeah. Always. Well, that's usually the death of the running back. Yes. James Robinson is killing it through two weeks and just broke off a 50-yard touchdown. Really? He's got 11 carries, 94 yards, three catches already. That that guy is not fast. So I am very happy about that but, trade all of a sudden. Yeah, he's game He is fast. sitting on my bench today, unfortunately, because I. <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm happy he's on my team. Right, well, but you also have both of the Jacksonville running backs. So. I do. So I, whatever way that backfield goes, I think Jacksonville's an ascending team. Doesn't that frustrate you? Not yet. It no. might later. It having, doesn't frustrate me yet. Having both of the running backs frustrates me because I always end up playing the wrong one. Gotcha. And so I, I try to avoid that at all costs, or I get both and then trade one. In this case, less right now because I think James Robinson is the one, clearly, and ETN is the two, clearly. Yeah. Like I think Robinson is the play most weeks. ETN for Patterson on the line. He's thinking about it. I'm just kidding. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk later. I'd have to look at that numbers. Might, that might be okay. <laughs> I might, we I might, might send that. you that. Yeah. Um, all right. The one thing that really has surprised me this year is how bad some of the top picks in the draft have Oof. been. Oof. Um, McCaffrey, 
we all have to pick him high. Yeah, he's a great. But today, I it's like Baker Mayfield has forgotten who the best player on the team is. <laughs> I am. It's I not am him. Encouraged that he did get over a hundred yards today. Um, I think he had close to twenty carries. Maybe how many over. catches did he have? You know, he did not. That's what. We talked about this as we were watching the game. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield refuses to – you would think Baker Mayfield should be captain check down. Yeah. But, unfortunately, Baker Mayfield thinks he's Dan Marino and he can just chuck the ball down the field at will. And he's a gunslinger, which yeah. we all knew. But, listen, gunslinger, it's easier to sling the gun when you're throwing it to your best player. Yes. You know, I mean, you throw the ball five, year, five yards, but if he runs for 90, you still get the stats, <laughs> you know? Yes. And so, I mean – it, that's the thing. I, that was very surprising for me. Justin Jefferson was drafted oh, very high. He's great had a, first week. What, like 19 targets or like 17 and targets? Something two crazy. Duds. Yeah, two duds. Well, the Eagles just shut him down. Which and the Lions made me did so today. Happy. And the Lions did today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're not, you're, I mean, the Lions are better, but you should still have a big game against the Lions. Yes. Um, you know, and, and they're going to do that. Jamar Chase had a horrible game again today. Um, that team is surprising although they're probably just young and cocky and really need a chase bailed himself out with a touchdown to get i think i had 12 points six catches for 29 yards and a touchdown yeah, but jamar chase is better than that agree when he's you know your, your count you want 15 to 20 from chase at least derrick henry looked better today um but the first two weeks have been tough um you know it, it's it's been surprising that you know uh, some of these things trey lance looked horrible now i will i'll be honest trey lance was the darling coming in this year everybody wanted to pick him late but he played in two games that were rainy you know but i mean he didn't look good yeah he played a game in a series yeah but it didn't it. look good to he, be fair he's no geno smith <laughs> oh ouch i mean but seriously that, that know, hurts you know but that's what i'm saying like the guys you didn't expect to play well are playing well the yes. guys you did expect to play well are struggling but let's let's point out there's still Cooper Cup. He just taken to the bank. Yeah, it's just time. it's twenty points a week. Just here, do it. It's done. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But hey, I'll spot you two touchdowns, and you just go sit on the bench. Yeah, pretty much. You know, that's it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's it for this week. Um, we hope you enjoyed the show. Come back. Uh, you give them the socials. Yeah, uh, check us out on Facebook. Uh, we've still talked about doing some other things, but it, the main place to check us out is on Facebook. Check us out on uh, Apple Podcast and other places. Spotify. You your, Spotify, yep. other places you find your podcast. Hey, right, spread the word. Uh, we're out there. We're going to be back every week. We're just two guys who like talking football. Um, so check out the Facebook page. Or leave some comments. You know, if you see an article you like or disagree with, uh, sometimes I put some stuff up that I like to say, but you know, not everybody agrees with that. So, <laughs> And that is okay. We, we don't mind a little disagreement. That's, That's kind of right. what makes this fun. I like a little friction. So, all right. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. He's straight trash. Are you kidding me? I mean, that's why we play fantasy.